Good morning to everyone. Thank you, worship team. How are you? Good, because I'm uncomfortable. I'm an extrovert and I'm talking to a camera. I show up here every Sunday morning looking forward to being together, seeing your faces. When I'm up here on the stage, I feed off of the energy of everyone here and it is so good to see people in the eye and it is so awkward to be looking at this camera. So now that I have that out of the way, I want to welcome you to Cypress Creek Church online. It, things look a little bit different today, but I want to encourage us that God is the same and that God is in control and he is not surprised. He is going to do awesome things through this season that we can't even imagine. So I want to welcome everyone at home. I hope you're sitting comfortably in your couch or maybe still in your bed or wherever you are watching on your phone or your laptop. We did have some issues with Facebook, no surprise. And so if you're still having issues, know that you can jump over to YouTube on cypresscreekchurch.com and you can catch the live stream there. If this is the first time that you have ever tuned in to Cypress Creek Church, especially want to welcome you. We are an imperfect group of people, a group of imperfect people doing the best that we can to follow our perfect Savior, Jesus Christ. So don't feel like there's anything that, you know, we're going to ask of you or anything. I'm so glad that you're tuning in. I want you to feel comfortable. In fact, I, I read some things that I want to share um, with us. There are a few perks to watching this online. The first one is there, there's no parking. So you don't have to worry about anyone taking your parking. The second is you can refill your coffee at any time. The third, and I think this one's my favorite, you can relax in your PJs. And then the fourth, and this one may be your favorite, you can meet the pastor anytime you want. So if you don't like anything that I'm saying, if you're like, I'm done here in Jose, bloop, you can just mute me. But these are different times. We, we are in a different season, in a different era. I've heard that word being used but that doesn't change the mission of God. And that's what I want to talk about today. The church, the Cypress Creek Church team, your leadership team here has been working hard so that we can continue. We, are, we, we were not caught flat-footed. We are ready to go into this new season and we are going to continue the mission that God has told us to, to be about in this season. And here's the thing. God is on mission not only to bring people into the church, but God is on mission to get his people to be the church in every place that they may be at. So right now, if that's at home, it is now the time for us to be the church. It may look different. We may not know really what, what to expect. All of those things are fair and fine, but it is now time for us to be the church and represent Jesus to our neighborhood cities and the world. We've been in the Let's Go series, and I never thought January 1st that we would be scattered so quickly because we've been talking about that, right? We've been talking about gathering and we've been talking about scattering. So April, um, New Year's Day, we were climbing up Mount Baldy, trying to, you know, start off good resolution, New Year's resolutions of staying in shape and doing all of that good stuff. And 
I saw a little plaque. I knew that God was calling us to start a series on going, but I didn't really know what that was gonna look like. And I saw this little plaque with a verse from Micah, Micah chapter four, verse two. And it said, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob, that he may teach us his ways and that we may walk in his paths. And so when I saw that, I felt that's it. Let's go. That's what we're going to be talking about this year. We're going to be talking about going. We're going to be talking about gathering, gathering in the house of the Lord on Sunday mornings, coming to learn how to, how to, what, what, what God's ways are and then how we need to walk those ways out. And then we're going to scatter and we're going to go out into our families, into our communities, workplace, into the ends of the earth, into our Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, into the ends of the earth. And now here we are. <laughs> Two weeks ago, this Sunday and next Sunday, which is our Mission Sunday, we are now in the scatter portion. And only God knew that this was going to be the case. It is God's providence that we're here. I am not worried. I am actually encouraged because God is doing some exciting things. Let me share you one story. Last week when we live streamed for the first time, we had a foreign exchange student here last year from the Czech Republic, and she emailed me and said, Jose, I can't believe that I got to see you with my family uh, on Sunday via the live stream. Here's what she said. She said, for the first time, I could show my parents how the service looks like, and, and they could be a part of it and experience it too. What amazing thing. There are no borders and no oceans for God. He can connect the whole world Thank him for that. Incredible. I am with my family sitting in our living room in Prague on the other side of the ocean and still be able to connect with my Cypress Creek Church family. I also want to give a shout out to Joyce Lamb out in Deer Creek Nursing Home. Joyce, I told you I was going to give you a shout out and I'm giving you a shout out. We're praying for you. Stick with it. Stay with it. And I hope that you're sharing this with everybody else at, at Deer Creek as well. Here's the thing, it is time for us to be the church, but these are difficult times. There's information that we are getting every single day, and I wanna echo what I mentioned last week, is that as information changes daily, let us hold on to the most powerful information that never changes, and that's the word of God. And when we hold on to the truths that we find in this book, then we can have hope over fear. And we can, have, we can choose sacrifice over selfishness and we can have peace rather than anxiety. And that's the rallying cry for Cypress Creek Church in this season, that when there is fear, that we would turn to God and have hope. That when we, when we, are, 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 we see our tendency to be selfish and, and to hoard and, and to be about ourselves, we remember that not only does God love us, but God's called us to be selfless and be sacrificial because Jesus sacrificed his life for us. And finally, when, when, when we have anxious thoughts, we remember what Philippians 4 says that we can pray, and that when we pray and cast our anxieties up to God, we then get his peace, which transcends all understanding. And so let's choose hope over fear. Let's choose sacrifice over selfishness and peace over anxiety. That is our rallying cry. And today, again, I wanna talk about being on mission. But first, I wanna tell you about some of the incredible things that are happening at Cypress Creek Church. We have finally 
found our new student pastors. Yes, you heard it. Today, we're going to present them virtually. So you're going to have to wait till the end of the message. Taylor is going to come up. He's going to do his announcements. You're, you're going to want to wait for that. I know that you were probably wondering where he was at to begin with. So at the end, when Taylor does the announcements, he's going to introduce a video where we will get to meet for the first time our new student pastors. God's on the move. He keeps on going. Here's the thing. In the midst of spiritual distancing, I truly believe that this is a season for spiritual deepening and awakening. A season for spiritual deepening and awakening. What does that mean? That means that your Cypress Creek Church leadership team is focused on equipping and resourcing you for a season of spiritual deepening and awakening. So spiritual deepening, go to cypresscreekchurch.com. Maybe not now, maybe later, or maybe now if you can multitask, do whatever you want. You're at home, your rules. But go to cyberscreechurch.com and see all the amazing things that we are working on so that you can go deeper this season. We have a podcast that, that we started before this started that will continue. We have a um, live worship, that last, the second to last song, Holy Father, that was written by your worship pastor and worship team, by the way. So that is a Cypress Creek Church original. They're working on getting some live worship stuff out for community groups. We have a kids kit, so check it out. Kids, you don't have to miss a beat because you will now be able to have every lesson on Sunday morning available for you on the website. So you can actually go to cypresscreekchurch.com, click the kids kit, and you can see a lesson from our kids pastor, Scarlett, some challenges that if you complete, you may get a prize. And so hopefully all of these things, parents, are resources for you not only to deepen your faith, but also your kids and help pass some time. So I know that I am so excited to use these resources in my house. We have the daily devotional. Please take advantage of all of these things and there's more to come, but I truly believe that, is a that this is a season for spiritual deepening. In fact, after we're done with this series, next Sunday is Mission Sunday, and after that, we're going to start a series on spiritual disciplines. And we're going to go deep into our faith because for whatever reason, God has us in a season where we are indoors. There's no better time than to exercise and to build our spiritual discipline muscles. So we have that to look forward to. So that's spiritual deepening, spiritual awakening. Spiritual awakening. This is an amazing opportunity to share what we're all about as a church with your neighbors, both here and abroad. Again, we know that Katie's tuning in from the Czech Republic. Uh, just share it. There's, there's no strings attached. If people want to tune in and if they feel like this is something where, where they are receiving from the Lord, then that's what we want to do in this season. We want to equip and resource the body of Christ for a season of spiritual deepening, and awakening. There's also a, a, a part on the website. If you have any prayer needs, prayer request, our prayer pastor Rhonda, our prayer ministry team is still active. It's still going. So please let us know via prayer at cypresscreekchurch.com if there's anything that you want us to be praying for you about. We're here to pray. And then 
Now there's some needs and and there may be some more needs coming up. And so just know that we're a church that cares. So on the website, again, you'll see Cypress Cares and and you can go there and you can submit a need or you can email needs at cypresscreekchurch.com. We want to be a church that meets the needs of our community as they react, just like as, as we respond to what's going on, as we did in 2015 when the flood hit. The, lo- the slogan there was, we, we found a need, we met the need, and, and we prayed with all. It's no different now. Last, if you're visiting online, if you're logging in and you're like, what, what is this going on? Know that we're excited for you to jump in. And we're excited for you to not only find out what this church is really all about, but more so, we want you to find out more about what Jesus is all about. And so we have dedicated the first part of our website. It's called the Jump In section. You can actually go to jumpin.today. That's jumpin.today. And and you can start or, or further your journey with God through this church through the resources, through the equipping that we're going to provide and community groups are gonna continue to go. So so if you're just on the fence or if you haven't been around, just feel free to jump right in right now. We ain't stopping. We've been talking about let's go and now it's time to go because God is on mission. God is on mission not only to get people in the church, but to get the people of God to be the church. Let's be the church right now. And so today I, I want to look at two passages, passages of scripture that teach us how. How do we do that? How do we have all of these resources? We have all of this stuff, but how do we do that? And I want to focus on the two greats, the great commandment and the great commission. But before we do that, let's pray. Father, I thank you for this time and in this platform that we have to come together. It looks different. It feels different. But one thing remains the same, and that's your presence with us. And so, Father, as we open up your word, I pray that we would all hear something that that only comes from you. I pray that my words would be put to the side and that your words would be communicated, Father, that we would know that you love us, that you are with us, and that you have something special for us in this season and in this time. We know that you're in control. We know that your purposes are way higher than anything that we can comprehend. And so we say, Jesus, we trust in you. We trust in you as a body, and we trust in you this morning. I pray for your blessing to be upon every family that is watching online, for every person that that this is reaching. I ask Jesus that you would bless them in Jesus' name, amen. So how? How do we do this? Well, like I told you before, I'm a little bit uncomfortable because I'm speaking to a camera in an empty church. but God is not surprised. And God is taking us out of our comfort zone and into 
what we call a growth zone. And so I have these concentric circles that, that show there's a panic zone, there's a growth zone, and there's a comfort zone. I think it's safe to say that we are all out of our comfort zone. We are living in new times. We're living in different times. And I hope that most of us are now kind of out of the panic zone or, or working or, uh, from out, being out of the panic zone into the growth zone. As people of God, when we have faith in Jesus Christ, we know that we can hope in him and we know that we can rest assured that he is with us. And so as we continue to be a people on mission, I think that God is growing us and I think that God is growing us collectively. And so I want to look at the how. How do we be a people of God on mission for Jesus and with Jesus. And so this, the first passage of scripture, we, we actually looked at it last week, but I want to revisit it. We looked at Luke's um, story on the great commandment. Now I want to look at Matthew. So we're in Matthew chapter 22. We're going to be reading verses 34 through 40. It says that hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? And Jesus replied, love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. Now, when Jesus says something like greatest and all, we need to pay attention because what he's giving us, he's giving us the fundamentals of being a Jesus follower. He's saying at the bottom that all the law and all the prophets hang on these two commandments. If you're like me and you need spark notes and you check out Wikipedia for quick facts, just for quick info, you know, summarize, just get to the point, this is it. It's love God and love people, Jesus says. That's it. That's it. When you love God, you realize something, that you're loved by God. And that allows you to love yourself, by the way, because you see yourself, not what other people say or, or not how other people see you, but you see yourself how the God of creation sees you. And if this is a tough season for you, if, if you're kind of in that panic zone, I just want to encourage you that the God who made you is with you, that he says that you are his prized possession, that he will never leave you nor forsake you. And so even though that things might look different, he is totally there right beside you. And you are his beloved son and daughter. It also says to love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. And, and what this says is that we need to love God with all that we are, not just with how much we know about him or, or just how much we do for him. We need to love God with our whole self. And so as we go through this season, as we are a people on mission, that's going to be on full display. Do we love God with all of us or is there a part that's missing? Have we gotten used to only meeting God when we meet with people or when we come to church? Is what's missing to loving God with our own heart when we're by ourselves? Are, are we missing being in the word? And so I hope that in this season, as we are a people on mission, we love God with all that we are. I pray, especially now when there are a lot of things that we can turn to, a lot of coping mechanisms that we can go to, I pray and I hope that as a people of God, we would turn to God's word. 
and that we return to relationship with him and that we would deepen our spiritual journey so that he is the one that, that, that strengthens us and, and, and reminds us of who we are in him. And then it says to love your neighbor as yourself. And, and we talked about this last week, but this is one of the greats. So we can talk about it every week. And, and basically loving your neighbor instead of loving yourself means being self, uh, selfless rather than self-centered. And the question is, how can we do that now? Well, I just want to give you a quick uh, few things and, and then we'll jump into the great uh, commission. This is a good time to connect with people uh, often my brother lives all the way in Los Angeles and ironically because he's at home and and has more time now you know jobs have canceled stuff like that we're actually talking more even though we're not with one another uh, we have more communication and so this is an awesome opportunity that we have to connect with people um, uh, in, in a deeper way so I want to challenge you to call five people pray to God and say God who do I need to love what people need my love specifically I want to challenge you to think about five people, pray and said, Lord, show me five people that I need to reconnect, that I need to deepen my relationship with. And then jump on that phone, call them up, shoot, uh, shoot them a text, set up a Skype or a Zoom call and deepen those relationships. And the second thing is to jump in. Jump in as a church. We are doing community groups virtually now. If you don't have a phone camera or anything, you can do a conference call. There are different ways that we can do because isolation is going to be an enemy now. It's only a matter of time. If you don't already, we're gonna start feeling isolated. And again, folks that are extroverted like me are, are gonna go stir crazy. And folks that are in, in, in internal um, introverts, they're going to feel good unless you have a bunch of people in your house. And then you're like, I can't get alone. I, I can't go anywhere. And so isolation is gonna strike. And, and when it does, we need to come against it by uh, gathering in some way, shape or form. And so community groups are going virtual. That's the great commandment. The great commission is found in Matthew 28. Matthew 28. And in Matthew 28, Jesus is now resurrected. Jesus is um, about to ascend into heaven. And just like our Acts 1-8 verse, where Jesus says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and to the ends of the earth, when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, Jesus here is preparing the disciples for what's next, for, for life after Christ on earth, life with the Holy Spirit in us. And so these are our marching orders. And I wanna be honest with you, I was not totally comfortable with this one. When I first started following Jesus, I was all about the great commandment. I said, love God, love people, easy. I can do that well. But this great commission kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit more because it said this, it said, now go, and therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I've commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And so this whole thing of, well, now I have to make disciples. Like I have to tell people how to live. I'm not very comfortable with that. But I wanna zoom out of that passage and read verses 16 through 20 again because it gives us some context. In verse 16, it says, now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshiped him. 
check this out, but some doubted. I think that's just incredible because they've been walking with Jesus all this time. They've seen Jesus not only do miracles, but now they've seen Jesus rise from the dead. And it says right there that some doubted. And what that tells me is that God welcomes all of us as we are. Our human condition is not one that is only prone to walk in faith. We are on a journey, and wherever we are on the journey, God is inviting us into relationship with him. So let's keep on going. Verse 18 says, And Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has has been given to me. Full stop. All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Jesus is saying, I am in charge. And we can take comfort today in that because no matter what is going on, we can know that all authority on heaven and on earth has been given to Jesus. Jesus is in charge. And out of that statement, verse 19 now, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. So I am, I have all the authority, said Jesus, therefore go. It's almost like, you know, if I was on a sports team and, and, and my coach is like, hey, go in, just go and do these things. And once you do these things, then trust me, just do your job and I'll take care of the rest. The coach is kind of in charge in the same way God is saying, I am the one in charge, so go, trust me, make disciples, baptize them. So so what is that all about? First, baptizing is uh, something that changes our identity. So when we are baptized in the name of Jesus, we now have a new identity. Galatians 2.20 says, For I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me in me, in the life I now live in the body, I no longer live for myself, but I live for God. So now we are, we have a new identity as sons and daughters of God, and we have been baptized, we have been immersed in the things of God. And then it says, um, in the name, so the singular name for Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and making disciples means teaching. And I think this is teaching Uh, not only by the way that we live our life, but the way that we also talk. So this is both with words and deeds. I want to focus on verse 20, and I want to land here, because this is the most reassuring thing. And I can remember being on the mission field, being in Thessaloniki, Greece, where I felt uncomfortable because every single person that I spoke to about Jesus just said, nope, not interested. I don't want to talk about it. I'm, you know, I'm orthodox. I'm good. I don't want to talk about Jesus. They wanted to talk about religion, but not about Jesus. And I remember feeling so discouraged. But then it was late at night. We were hanging out in this cafe and we saw a group of of folks. They weren't Greeks, 
we, we knew that they were Arabic of some sorts, and we struck up a conversation with them. And it turns out they were Libyans. And, and back in that time, it was in 2012, if you remember Gaddafi and that whole stuff was, was going on. And, and these guys actually fought against Gaddafi and were being transported and were transported into Greece to receive medical care. These were kids. They were 16, 17 years old. And they were showing us footage of, of these battle scenes. And they, were, they, were, they, they wanted to feel manly. And, you know, we, we asked more questions. They weren't uh, from a big city. They were from a rural area. And all of a sudden, I remembered this final verse, Matthew 28, 20. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. We had the opportunity to share the gospel of Jesus with those people. And that was the first time they had ever heard the name of Jesus. They didn't know that God had sent his only son to die so that we didn't have to. He came not to condemn, but to save. So because we can't save ourselves, that's why God sent Jesus. And he is now with us to the very end end of the age. And so as the worship team comes back up, I want to challenge you. I don't know where you are with the Lord. I don't know where you are right now in, in, in your faith journey, or if you are way over there in your faith journey, but this may be a time of, of panic. This may be a time where, where you feel like you are far away or that you don't know what, what may come next. But what I want to encourage you with is that behold, Jesus is with you always to the end of the age. The mission of God is not to get people into, only to get people into the church, but for the people of God to be the church. And now is the time that for us to be the church as we love God, love people, and make disciples. Let's pray together. Jesus, I pray for every person watching this online, I pray for all of us here. I ask God that, that we would know that you are the God of the, who, who has all authority. You are the God of comfort. You are the God of peace. You are totally in control. And we trust in that God. I ask Father that you would give us the strength to take that next step, whatever that means in this season, I pray for anybody watching. If, if, if they're wrestling with questions about God, Father, I pray that they would feel the freedom to seek and to ask as many questions as they need. God, you are not surprised. You're totally in control. And God, I pray for your church to be on mission. I pray that we would represent you well in this season. And I pray that this would just surprise us, overwhelm us. I pray that, that your plans, as, as they continue to be fulfilled, I pray that you would just wow us. And we would be like, wow, we, there's no way we could have even seen any of this. But God, you knew. You knew all along. And so we give you all the glory and all the praise. And we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.